0: Next on News for the Soul, Living Naturally with Michaela. Michaela Jones is an integrative holistic health specialist who blends traditional naturopathy, homeopathy, nutrition, emotional release, and energetic work for health and wellness of the body, mind, and soul. Michaela is a doctor of naturopathy and a board-certified holistic health practitioner with over 25 years of experience. As a naturopath, medical intuitive, and energy healer, she helps her clients connect the dots between the physical, emotional, and energetic root causes of health issues. Please welcome Michaela back to News for the Soul. Welcome to a new show of Living Naturally with Michaela. Thank you for listening in and joining us once again. I am Michaela Jones, ND, naturopath, energy healer, and a holistic health specialist with Living Naturally for Life. Today, we will be talking about the benefits of hypnosis. Now, I admit that even though I work a lot with the subconscious mind and the work that I do, I do not know a whole lot about hypnosis and the many benefits of it. I do recognize, though, that there can be that it can be a great tool for reprogramming the subconscious to make changes in the consciousness. Fortunately, I have a great guest today that will tell us all about this powerful modality. My guest today is Tyra Hartgrove. She is going to give us some insight on hypnosis, why it's important, and what it can be used for. Before I bring her on, though, let me tell you a little about her. Tyra is a spiritual guide and coach who helps women align with their life purpose using ancient wisdom and goddess-centered lifestyle. She is a twice-initiated priestess with over 20 years' experience of doing personal readings, an astrologer certified MLP practitioner, licensed hypnotherapist, and certified women's circle facilitator and trainer. Tyra is on a mission to help women reclaim their power and connect with wisdom in their rooms for personal and collective healing, peace, and fulfillment. When she isn't working, she enjoys empty nester lines with her husband and taking belly dance classes. Welcome, Tyra. Hi Dr. Michaela, how are you? I am Awesome. I'm so happy to have you on here today. You are just like one of the most interesting people that I know. So I am Uh, looking forward to chatting with you and letting other people see your greatness as well, you know, uh, in addition to what I see of you. So thank you for being here today. So we're just going to jump right in. So, you know, as I said, you know, in the intro is I don't really know a whole lot about hypnosis. You know, I do work a lot with the subconscious mind, so, you know, I know it's working on the subconscious love and all that kind of stuff. So, tell me, what exactly is hypnosis?
1: Well, hypnosis is actually a natural state that we all go into and out of naturally. And when we think about zoning out and just kind of being in some other place, that is naturally being in a hypnotic state. Essentially, hypnosis is when the subconscious mind comes forward and you're able to imprint it or be able to access whatever is there, be it something positive or negative. But essentially, hypnosis is something that we all naturally go into and out of. It's just part of being a human. And um, I will say that I think it's important for us to begin to really understand just how much this is a part of us because uh, it it kind of, it it will help us to dictate what are we listening to. It's kind of sort of like when you hear things, when people say things like, hey, be careful of what you're watching and what you're consuming, what you're taking in. Because Mm -hmm. just watching TV, listening, everyone listening to us talk right now has the potential to be in a hypnotic state. Because it, like I said, it's like a trance state, and it's just a natural uh-huh. way of being, and, and we want to just be aware that it's it's there, so that we can actually use it for our benefit.
0: Okay, awesome. So basically, you know, it's something that's always there, and you know, and it's, you're saying we go in and out of it, so it's not something that we necessarily have to call up. It's just something that is innately there. Is that what you're saying? It's an eightly there, but it
1: is something that we can call up because when we think about hypnosis, it's more accessing the subconscious mind. So we want to think about when we're not accessing the conscious mind, which most people think is the most important mind, the thinking mind. But the thinking mind, which seems like it's under our control, is actually under the control of the subconscious mind. So it is something that we want to be aware of because it is something that we can naturally go into, but it's important to understand that we all naturally go into these trance like states so that when we are in those trance like states, we are being selective, we're being intentional about what we're letting in in. Okay,
0: okay. So why is it important Um, for us to use hypnosis.
1: So hypnosis, let me link this to what we call hypnotherapy, because we do say hypnosis and hypnotherapy has distinction. Hypnotherapy is when we are intentionally using the hypnotic state to create change in our lives. It could be for our health. It could be for our mental health, emotional well-being, it could be because there's a problem there or it could be because we want to enhance some part of ourselves. And so it's important to know about hypnosis because you can then use something like hypnotherapy because a lot of us are in hypnotic states all the time and there's mm-hmm. no intention about it. We're just, we're just going there. So ah. you know, with that part, we want to be aware that when we are tranced out, when we're sitting around, you know, listening to music and watching videos, TV, music is one of the number one ways that people go into hypnotic um, state. Driving down the road, I remember I used to take my son to taekwondo so much that I would get in the car, meaning to go one place, and I would just automatically go on automaton and drive to the, the taekwondo place. So we're in hypnotic states on a regular basis, and we just don't know it. But when we decide, I want to make a change, I want to enhance myself in some way, that's where hypnotherapy comes in. We can use it again therapeutically to Uh fix a problem, or we can use it again to enhance some aspect of ourselves.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned about the driving. I've done that before and I hadn't necessarily <laughs> thought of that being a hypnotic state, but you're absolutely right. It's, and this is kind of like, you know, when you're also like driving a long road trip and you're mm-hmm. watching the lines in the road and, the, and, you know, then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, okay. You know, you don't realize that you've been zoned out that entire time. So that's very, very interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. and and one of the other things that you that you point out was intention. So intentionality, I totally get. I totally get that. And you already started touching on one of the other things I was going to ask you. So you know, I'm just going to go ahead and ask you that. So you know, if you want to expand on it a little bit yes. about the difference between hypnosis and hypnotherapy, because you mentioned hypnotherapy, you know, but I know that it's not exactly the same. So you started to touch on it a little bit. So would you mind going a little bit deeper with that to kind of just explain to us the differences there?
1: Yes, for sure. So hypno hypnosis is a part of hypnotherapy, for sure. Like they are married, but hypnotherapy is when, say, for instance, so, I mean, there's so many things that we can touch on when it comes to, um, hypnotherapy. So things like, um, phobias, Mm -hmm. inability, anyone who has an inability to stop smoking. If there's a lot of people out there that really struggle with, you know, not smoking. One thing in particular that I've used hypnosis for is weight loss. Mm, You can use it for anxiety if you have different moods now one thing that i'm very clear on you know with hypnotherapy is i would never make a claim that, you know like if someone has a medical condition i don't i don't talk about healing medical conditions but hypnosis can be used to enhance the healing ability of the body so let's let's talk about this really quickly the subconscious mind the subconscious mind knows no bounds it has a perfect memory. It remembers everything that has ever happened Mm -hmm. to us, whether we consciously remember it or not. The, the, The subconscious mind is where our emotions live. One of the things that I want to talk about is habits, because actually, things like smoking, and to a certain degree, now, not all weight loss is related to habits. But there's a lot going on with habits. And I know you know this because I've taken your weight loss class. (laughs) You know, there's a lot going on with habits (laughs) when we're talking about, you know, working on our our, our weight. And so (laughs) our habits reside. So when we talk about getting in the car and just being on automaton, driving somewhere, even just think about the actual act of driving. All of that is embedded in the subconscious mind. And so if you want to create a change, then it is important to access the subconscious mind. Sometimes, say, for instance, if we go back to the weight loss, I want to lose weight. I don't know why I'm I'm resisting working out. That's one of the things that I've talked about. Well, in the subconscious mind, there may be a block to working out. And so, but it's not, you know, the subconscious mind is like hidden. You don't know it's there. You just feel the right. result of it. And so what we want to do is we want to use hypnotherapy to make what's called suggestions. Pretty much the way I see humans is we're just one big suggestion. We are a reflection <laughs> of the suggestions that have been made to us, you
0: know? Damn, so damn.
1: we're just one big suggestion. And so if we want different results, we've got to make different suggestions. And so that's the difference between Hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy is designed to make suggestions that will take you in the direction that you want to go. And it's all about turning off the beautiful conscious mind. I know people love, you know, the conscious mind and just the intellect and all of that. I know we we pride ourselves on that in the West, right? But honestly, Dr. Michaela, The subconscious mind is where the power resides.
0: And we can access it
1: using hypnotherapy.
0: You know, I totally agree with you, you know, with, you know, the subconscious mind and it being the real control factor. Because even the work that I do, a lot of what people do on a conscious level is based on something that's buried in your subconscious. So I totally Mm -hmm. get that. And I I, I love that you said we're like a suggestion. I hadn't thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even in in the work that I do, a lot of our programming, if you will, comes from early childhood when we didn't know the difference. And it's like, so this was stuff that was told to us or taught to us or shown to us. So, yeah, so what people said to us in early childhood, it's kind of how we develop. So, yeah, you're right. We're just one big suggestion. <laughs> so I We love really that. are. I love that. <laughs> so, Dr.
1: Michaela, <laughs> I, want, I want you to think about something. When we, say, when we hear people say things like, whatever follows I am, that is what you are. Uh-huh. Because the subconscious mind is never off. The prime directive yes. of the subconscious mind is to take care of you. It wants to please you. It will, it will follow whatever you tell it to do as long as you, you know, say it enough times. The subconscious, is, subconscious mind is like a genie, whatever you like.
0: <laughs> and so whatever
1: follows I am, be it what your mama and daddy told you when you were a kid or be it what you're choosing to tell yourself as an adult, if you mm-hmm. say it long enough and you get yourself on board and aligned with it in the subconscious mind, the conscious mind must follow. So all the things that we don't like in our lives, it's not the conscious mind that is dictating that. It is the subconscious mind. And a lot of people feel they're a failure because they've been able, they haven't been able to achieve something or they keep trying to do something, but it, it doesn't work. You're not a failure. We just need to get the subconscious mind on board. So, yeah, we're just one big suggestion. I am. Now, let me just tell you one other thing that I truly believe, and I learned this from one of uh, my teachers on the laws of the universe. When we say something about somebody else, the subconscious mind is like, okay, whatever I hear, him or her are they saying, whatever you like. So if we talk about other people, the subconscious mind actually is kind of like, well, this person feels passionate about this. So I'm, you know, it's like let me just really get that ingrained in myself. So it's it's mm-hmm. so important for us to just be mindful on you know what we say, even about other people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kindness matters. <laughs>
1: Kindness matters. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. So, what makes um, hypnosis stand out? From other healing modalities and personal development tools.
1: One of the things that I love about hypno uh, hypnosis, but we'll say hypnotherapy in particular,
0: okay,
1: is okay. number one. Number one, I am one hundred percent for the other healing modalities. I don't believe there's just one thing that we can use that just takes care of everything. It's kind of like that one thing that seems like it took care of everything probably followed a lot of other things that we've done to take care of ourselves. Um, yeah. So I believe in all of the other ones. But one thing in particular that I love about hypnosis is that it is specifically about accessing the subconscious mind, which once a person is taught how to do, do that, anyone can do it and you can use it to, like I said, fix a problem And you can also use it, say, for instance, one of my favorite hypnotherapy tracks is, it's called Hypnosis for Female Entrepreneurs. Wow. I freaking love that track. Whenever I feel stressed in my business or kind of like, uh, you know, I don't really know what direction to go in, I'm doubting myself, or or if I feel like I am not making enough money, I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. Girl, I will put that track on, and the next thing I know, I'm figuring everything out, and, you know, I'm getting requests for readings or someone is signing up for coaching. So I love it because you can use it to enhance yourself, enhance your life. And so um, what makes it different is, number one, you can just put the hypnotherapy track on and let it go. Or you can learn self hypnosis. You can learn how to just program yourself. Like I said, just even speaking something to yourself over and over in a trance-like state, you can actually do it yourself. Um, but what makes it different is it is specifically about accessing the parts of ourselves that all the other ones are touching on. But it's more we're more aware. I am specifically focusing on the subconscious mind. And um, I just think it becomes easier to change everything. Once people begin to understand hypnosis, it just puts the power in the person's hands so much more easily. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, you know, I'm the same way. I That's one of the reasons why I have multiple modalities because,
1: mm-hmm. you know, there
0: is no one modality that takes care of every everything. And, you know, even when I'm working with my clients, that's one of the things I'll tell them is that I'm not totally married to one modality over another. I would use whatever is necessary at the time to get the results that you're looking for. So, you know, so it's really good that this is just yet another tool that Mm -hmm. people can use to get those changes that they're looking for. So what got you started? Get (laughs) liquid What, what drew that you got to you? Because that's not something that's, oh you, know, you know, out in the mainstream so much, you know, although NLP is becoming more mainstream, but, you know, what got you started in this?
1: So I, um, you know, during the pandemic, we all were taking multiple courses. We were signed up for multiple programs and everyone was healing, Right. And so right at my 50th birthday, I decided I wanted to um, take or go through this course that was about tapping into abundance, learning how to manifest. And mm-hmm. as the lady was launching, she had a um, a hypnotherapy track that we could use. And it was all about tapping, in, well, like when I listened to it, it was like, you know, you can, I don't, I don't want, I, it's been a few years because this was in 2020, but it was sort of like, you know, you deserve abundance and, you know, this is your time. Now, I want you just to think about how I'm, everything that I'm saying, what was she doing in this track? She was making suggestions to me. And when you, mm-hmm. when, you know, when I listen to hypnosis, especially that first time, what you do is you go into a relaxed, trance-like state. Hypnosis and hypnotherapy, I should say, we do not want to go to sleep. Hypnotherapy, another thing I want to make sure I say about it is, it is not that a hypnotherapist can make you do anything you don't want to do, because your subconscious mind knows what feels safe to you and what doesn't feel safe to you. And so, mm-hmm. But it does require us To turn off the conscious mind, and so part of hypnotherapy is you go into what's called an induction where you're taking taking deep into your subconscious mind, so that the part of your mind that's leading. So here I am, you know, still homeschooling my my younger son at the time. I'm feeling worn out, but I'm excited about turning fifty, and when I went into this super relaxed state and she was making all of these suggestions that were just so, it felt so lush, so positive. It made me feel so amazing. I I had never experienced anything like it in my life. And Mm. as soon as I came out of it, I was like, I must know what this is. And I must do it. Like that was that may have been one of the biggest takeaways from me being in that program. I was like, where did you learn this? Because I'm ready. And sure enough, a couple of months later, I was signed up, baby. I was signed up. So I got into hypn- hypnotherapy through largely removing blocks around abundance because I had just gotten to a point where I was like, why, why am I struggling with making money? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel mm-hmm. afraid of money? What is my thing? Like, I want money. Consciously, I'm like, no, I want money. I want more money in my life. I want to feel comfortable with money. What is going on with me and money? And so I was looking for a solution to help me move past blocks because just like so many people, when you're looking for a solution to your problem, especially I'm sure when people come to you, they have tried so many things before they get to modalities like, natural mm-hmm. medicine and the, you know, all of the body code, emotion code, belief code that you do before long before they get to you, they've tried everything. And that's just where mm-hmm. I was. And so once I got to hypnotherapy with this abundance block that I was having, um, I began to realize first and foremost, hypnosis, it, it helps to create subtle change. It's not like you'll wake... Now, some people might wake up the next day and just be like, 100% I'm changed. But typically, (laughs) hypnotherapy is gonna change you on a very subtle level and you'll just feel less stressed out about it or you'll feel more inclined to do something. So let me tell you what happened with me because a large part of this lady's program involved using hypnotherapy and NLP, actually. And so... um, what ended up happening is number one, I ended that program. It was only four weeks at the time it was a, only a four week program. I came out of that program not even not only feeling different about myself, but I even looked different because we did a f- before and after picture. The level mm-hmm. of comfort I had it was like abundance wasn't even related to money at that time. it was yeah. I was truly connected to feeling abundant just because I am worthy, I feel good about myself. And it was just all the suggestions, all the suggestions that were, you know, moving out of the subconscious mind, what was once there and moving into the the subconscious mind, the new beliefs, the new ways of thinking, feeling, being that I desired. So I came out feeling like a million bucks, but I used mm-hmm. to tell people all the time, I'm not lucky. I don't, I don't win contests. I don't do, none of that happens to <laughs> me. But I ended up becoming a finalist for like total transformation. I became a finalist in this particular program, which blew my mind because <laughs> I never imagined my 50-year-old self was going to be a finalist in anything competing with all these young people who are just like wizards at all this stuff. One other thing happened, uh, I'll give two other things. Um I ended up winning a one-to-one coaching session with this coach. And that one time that I was coached by this lady, it was probably 30 minutes, turned my mm-hmm. whole business around. And mm-hmm. then the last thing was part of the reason I wanted to go into this program was because I had my first group coaching that I was um launching. It launched About a week after I finished this program, I had never launched it before by myself. I had done it with someone Mm -hmm. else, but never alone as a solopreneur. And it filled up. And now, okay, let me just be real clear. We have said it's not just one thing that's going to fix all of us, right? It was other things I was doing. I was journaling. I was listening. I was doing other things during this program to implement. But for me, hypnosis has made all the difference in my life. I use it almost daily for whatever is Mm -hmm. going on. That's how much hypnosis impacted me and made such a difference in my life during that time. So that, that's how I got started with
0: it. Okay. Awesome. You know, you know, you you mentioned how your physical outward appearance changed Mm -hmm. because of the transformation inside. I love that. I love that. You know, that's very interesting to say that because I see that as well. I do part of what I do is I do facial analysis as well because the face can tell me what's nice. going on with the person even even before they even speak anything. I can usually tell a lot that's going on in their face, and wow. you can see how a person's face will change mm. as they change even physically, emotionally, inside, the face changes. If you ever notice, a person's face changes throughout their life? And most people mm. will be, you know, it's just because they're aging. No, it's not necessarily because they're aging. But when we're at different parts points in our lives, you know, and there's other stuff that are, that's going on, our face reflects that. And so our faces wow. are very, very dynamic. And so I thought that it was very interesting, interesting for you to say that your physical body changed as a result of that inner work that you were doing. And it wasn't because, oh, I'm going out and mm-hmm. I'm exercising an hour a day and this, that, and the other. It was that internal work that you were mm-hmm. doing that changed what was inside and then your outside reflected that. So I love that. I love that. I think if more people really kind of understood that, you know, they would be like gentler on themselves and they would be oh, yes. happier, you know, because it's like, it's so many, particularly women, you know, we, we tend mm. to like pick ourselves apart and overly concerned about how we look. And you know, oh, I can lose mm. a few pounds. And this, but if you go inward and you start to like who you are, and you start to do the things that you're supposed to do, and you know your light is shining, that physical appearance is either a not going to matter, or it's going to change along with you. <laughs> so I love that. I Ooh. love that. So so yeah. thank you for for bringing that forward. You know, that's a very very strong testimony here so I love that you brought that forward so I just want to share also, can I share something yeah please Ch- can I share something yeah. with
1: you really quickly on the face so uh-huh. part of part of what I think is so important is what is called self-realization self-realization is understanding who we are on all levels and now that I know more about hypnosis and NLP, the subconscious mind, I realize the majority of us haven't learned about all the different levels that are there. And so when we Mm -hmm. want to create, you know, this is why I think when a real change has happened, we see that in the face. And so part of the reason that I love hypnosis is it can help to begin to shift that identity so you know, if we have an identity that is not empowering, but then we begin to use hypnosis and other tools that you use, also, then that like we are talking about, that change begins to shift from the inside out. So like focusing on the outer appearance almost is like starting at the end instead where the beginning is actually starting on the inside, and that's what right. creates the shift in the outside. So, and I, mm-hmm. I love. The shifts that I've seen in you in the years that we've known each other. We've never seen each other in person, but, you know, I've seen your change, uh, you know, just over the years on the Internet. It's incredible. And I know for a fact, you know, I've been watching you. You're doing your work. You're stepping more into leadership and, you know, just being authentically who you are and living in alignment with your purpose. And it's reflecting on the outside. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to, you know, practice what I preach, you know. So I live what I am telling other people that they should be doing for themselves. So thank you for that acknowledgement. Thank you so (laughs) much. I appreciate that.
1: Thank you for your example.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I, I found that people don't like to be told what to do by Mm. someone who's not doing it themselves. It's kind of like, and and I'm just using this as an example. It's kind of like someone going to a medical doctor, which, by the way, disclaimer, I have nothing against medical doctors, so all of you medical doctors out there, don't come for me. Uh, (laughs) it's, 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 It's about, it's like someone going to a medical doctor saying, you know, hey, you know, I need some help with my nutrition, you know, I really need to, you know, need to, you know, take off some weight because, you know, I'm overweight and, you know, and it's causing physical problems. And their doctor either has never taken a nutrition course in their life, which a lot of medical doctors do not take nutritional courses. That's That's not required. And the doctor themselves are overweight. So why would someone Mm -hmm. listen to someone, you know, who is not practicing what they preach. So I mm-hmm. always try to be my authentic self, and I always try to, you know, I never recommend something to some, someone that I haven't either done myself or tried myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, <laughs> you know, actually. Like to, I yeah, like I get to that. Speak from a place, yeah, I like to speak from a place of authority, you know, and not only that mm. but also helping them to understand, I've been there, I understand what you're going through. You know, yeah. so at least I can say, yeah. you know, you know, I tried this, you know, whether it worked for me or not, I at least I tried it and I can, and I, and I have some experience and I have some expertise to make a suggestion on what might work for them, you know, because I love that. that. So, yeah, so that, you know, that's kind of my stance. Not everyone's that way, but, you know, to each their own. You know, this is the yes. way I like to. Lead. I lead by example, so you know. Love it. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So you know, what are some other things that hypnosis can be useful? We talked about you know the smoking, and we've talked about you know, you know, weight loss. You know, what are some other things that you feel like it can be used for? You know, that can be very valuable to the average person.
1: Okay, so. Um, Yes, things, anything when it comes to your health. So I want us to think about hypnosis helping you to make the changes that you want to bring about. And it can be for anything. Um, so, you know, I know weight loss, to me, weight loss is, is lumped in there with the health and the, well, the well-being. So, for instance, if someone isn't feeling well, hypnotherapy can be used to make suggestions that you're feeling healthy, that you're healing. Mm -hmm. Um, There's hypnosis that can help to um, bring down pain. And if we think about how much in the past, because hypnosis, hypnotherapy even is ancient. This is not anything new. It was used Mm -hmm. millennia ago. Yeah. to yeah. help to heal people. And there's some people who cannot take drugs to numb themselves if they have to, you know, have some type of invasive procedure. And hypnosis can be used instead. So, but we can use it for pain also. Yeah. We can make suggestions that help to minimize it. I'm not saying it's just going to take it away. But definitely it. one of the things I want to say is hypnosis has only – side benefits and the reason is this if there's something in your subconscious mind that just doesn't line up with what's in the hypnotherapy then it, it's not going to accept it it's just not going to do it but if you yeah. are open to whatever the suggestions are and in hypnotherapy this is something that is you know helpful then it, you suggestions can be made to help minimize pain um, there's a lot of people who deal with things like phobias, OCDs. I'm not saying that it will take away from you know it will completely eliminate them, but anyone who's ever dealt with an OCD, it, it feels like there it's hopeless. But I, and I'm gonna say this because I have an OCD, so I just want to speak from a place of somebody who has been there. I I am talking, you know, from experience. I I don't want to minimize people's experience because I know it comes from so many different places. But I feel like I took one of the uh, unpopular positions that OCD is just a really ingrained habit that helps us to to cope. That's me as a layperson. I'm not a therapist. Uh, That's me as someone who has been working to uh, move past it or move past the OCD. So um, when we have something like that going on, hypnosis can be used to help shift whatever's in that subconscious mind, because this is the the subconscious mind. It's like being on a, a railroad track. It's a train on a railroad track because the subconscious mind likes doing the same thing over and over and over. And so if you want it to go in a new direction, when we want the train to go in a new direction, we have to pull a lever or whatever they do to make the train go in a new direction. That's what hypnotherapy is, is we're, we're taking the subconscious mind in a new direction. Some people will say you just need to do it one time and you should be fixed. But I do think that for some of us, I'm one of these people, a lot of times I'll listen to the same hypnotherapy track. Over and over and over, even if I go to somebody live and they, you know, hypnotize me live, there's some things that have been so ingrained in me that um, I still have to listen to hypnotherapy tracks. And the next thing I know, I just feel the urge to do it less. Uh, and that's, that's what can happen with things like obsessions and, and, and those kinds of um, things that come up for people Um, So let's move into social type of topics. There's a lot of people who deal with um, social anxiety, and a lot of that has something to do with the belief. Now, I do believe social anxiety is baked into some people. But when a person is really ready to minimize it and move themselves in a new direction and maybe even move to a place where they don't experience social anxiety at all, hypnotherapy is something that you can use for that. Maybe there's a block to love. There's a block in intimacy. Hypnotherapy can help to move your subconscious mind so that it receives a new suggestion. Again, I do want to just say this must be coupled with other modalities sometimes because sometimes the stuff goes deep. But hypnotherapy definitely helps to, like, take for some things, it could just take the edge off where you actually now can do something about it instead of being frozen. And sometimes it just makes it go away altogether. So we can use it for health and wellness, mental health. Uh, it can be used for anxiety, things like that. Um, and uh, the, you know, any, any social topics. And then going over into more of like the personal development and enhancement type topics, you can use hypnotherapy for that also. So for instance, well this one might be one where it's kind of like someone may have um fear of speaking in public. I've actually heard that's one of the number one fears that people have. I've never had that problem, but <laughs> I've heard it's a a really big issue. Yeah, I, I'm I'm real I'm real talkative, but in, in case you can't tell, um, no,
0: you're kidding, right
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know it's so hard to tell i'm I'm comfortable speaking in public, but um so for, for someone who is afraid to speak in public, hypnotherapy can be used because it's a belief um a lot of what's going on within the subconscious mind is there's a belief. There is maybe even a stuck emotion. We can use hypnotherapy to help dissolve the stuck emotions that are there.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Or it's a habit. And a lot of the way that we think is habitual thinking. And so we can Mm -hmm. use hypnotherapy to install, well, first of all, to dissolve an old belief and install a new one. So you can use it for personal development. You can use hypnotherapy for pretty much anything.
0: Yeah. But let me know if you have
1: any questions. Like, is there something specific that you work with? I would love to kind of see, like, what are some of the things that your clients deal with? And we can talk about how hypnotherapy could help them.
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, I found that majority of the time, the, the type of clients that I deal with, by the time they get to me, they have this ingrained belief that they cannot heal or be healed. So okay. they, they're actually they actually has, have manifested a block to healing because they've had so much going on for so long, or they've tried so many things that didn't work. That by the time they get uh-huh. to me, they are they are looking for something new or looking for something that they haven't tried yet. But because the type of clients that I work with, there's usually the 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 block of you know this is just the way it is. I can't heal. Uh-huh. There's nothing no, nothing's going to work. So I, would, I think that is the common denominator among many of the clients that I deal with.
1: Okay, yes, that's a good one. So, of course, whatever is specifically going on with someone who would come to um, you, there could be some hypnotherapy around that. But I think the number one hypno, hypnotherapy that would help them would be you know, dissolving the block. And and my thing is this: let me just be open. The more we can just keep the the subconscious mind, or really the conscious mind, is really what we're most needing to disengage um, and 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 allow the allow the subconscious mind to believe something new. So, yet yeah, definitely something around installing. And so, I, one of the things I wanted to say is this: as I was listening to you. The difference between affirmations, because I used to listen to affirmations all the time before I found hypnotherapy, and it was like Mm -hmm. they sort of helped, but hypnotherapy uses what works for the subconscious mind. And so what works for the subconscious mind is pictures, sounds, and feelings, not so much words, because the subconscious mind is like a seven-year-old child. And so we right. want to use imagery and um, and a lot of times when we do hypnotherapy, like I love hypnotherapy tracks. I think it's a great way to start, but the best hypnosis is or the best hypnotherapy is for the person to come in and tell us specifically what words can we use to install into your subconscious mind right. for you. But what we want to do is to use picture sound, and feeling. So, and we're not using, to me, affirmations on one level. A lot of times, people are listening to those with the conscious mind. If, if you know, mm-hmm. I used to fall asleep on them. So you know, I think that's <laughs> a good idea. If we're using affirmations, just go to sleep. Don't even, don't even listen. Don't even try to listen intentionally, right? Um, and so that's a big difference with hypnotherapy. So we want to access someone who feels like they have a block to healing. We want to access the subconscious mind and then begin to install in there, you know, belief that you can be healed. And I'm, you know, I am very practical and I'm sciencey. I believe yeah. that there can mm-hmm. be miraculous healing, but you know, I, I'm, I'm like, I just want to let you know this is something that can complement everything else that you're doing. So I will never tell somebody hypnosis will cure you, but I will say. Hypnosis probably can help you to maybe be even more primed and ready to receive the healing that you get from working with Dr. Michaela, you know, or yeah. it can calm the mind or, yeah. you know, it just, it can maybe enhance the, your your innate healing abilities. So that's something that I would, um, I think would be good for people who come to you.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, you mentioned affirmations, you know, and I actually use affirmations um, because, you know, like you said, it's more something on the conscious level. And sometimes I find that them saying the affirmations, although it doesn't change much subconsciously, it can prime them wanting to make the change mm-hmm. by addressing the conscious with the positive affirmations. So, you know, so there's a place for, you know, for different things. Um One of the, one of the, oh, th- let, let me tell you something, Dr. Michaela,
1: I believe in affirmations. Uh, I love, <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a Pollyanna. Okay.
0: <laughs> I always
1: say, why well, everybody put on affirmations. <laughs> I love affirmations.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I found that sometimes affirmations can help just like kind of make, emotional shifts that can open them up to be able to do other things that can make, you know, make deeper down change, you know, but sometimes you got to start with those layers and kind of drill through to get to the inner layer. You know, I I use all kind of, I use all kinds of tools at my disposal, whatever is going to work to start to do the different things. Now one of the tools I do use, which, you know, in office which i think kind of goes along with the hypnotherapy it's is it's called mind sync and basically yeah. a a person records their own voice saying you know the statements the positive statements or the abundant statements or whatever this we're working on and then it is it is it is combined with an energy track that a person listens to. So they're listening to their own voice, Mm -hmm. telling telling them those. Oh, my God. Yeah, because one of the big problems is that when we're we're doing negative self-talk, our subconscious is listening to us beat ourselves up.
1: 100%.
0: Our voice is the loudest voice. We're listening more uh-huh. to ourselves than others. Although some people listen to others and they shouldn't do that because that gets you, you know, nowhere. But when we have those automatic negative thoughts and we have those, you know, those negative programs that are going on in our minds, that's us talking to ourselves. And as you said, you sure. know, you know we're, wherever what we're saying to ourselves, that's kind of what we become. So Uh our voices are very, very powerful. So when you can record those in your own voice and listening to them and play them back, you're telling yourself to make those positive changes. And I think that kind of goes in. Just a little bit more, you know, and just kind of gets down in there just a little bit deeper. So, so that's very interesting yes. that you know we've been able to to tie those together. I mean, it's not necessarily hypnotherapy, but it's along those lines. It's, it's about getting to those under layers, those subconscious layers, you know the you know making those shifts, you know it you know deep down inside. So I love that. I love yes. that.
1: It definitely right. sounds like a form yeah. of self-hypnosis and I could not agree more. It is I think it is a form of hypnosis. It may not be hypnotherapy per se, but remember we yeah. we're doing hypnotic things all the time. That is all so the exciting. Time, yeah.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I yeah, I love that. You know, like you, I'm a science girl too. So you know, I'm all about <laughs> integrating technology when I can. You know, so you know, so I just I, heard that. Work, I have te- I have technology. You know, I do all kinds of stuff, and so this was something that I just loved. You know, just kind of coming into being. You know, because you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff that is more mm-hmm. on the, the the quantum physics side of things. So mm-hmm. yeah, this kind of like this kind of goes to the core of my science girl heart. So I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we science girls are just in heaven right now. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and it's great that, you know, the energy and the quantum physics and things of that nature are starting to become more mainstream. So even the lay people that don't necessarily understand it, they're hearing about it. So now it's not quite so much like, what in the world are you talking about? So, you know, so now we can be a little bit more out with it without people looking at us like we're crazy. So
1: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So
0: when, and, you know, so Dr. Dr. Michaela yeah. –
1: Exactly. Win-win. So actually, this is one of the reasons I think I fell in love with hypnotherapy, because in studying quantum physics, they're saying, you know, all of the change is in consciousness. And I'm like, well, what the heck does that mean? And so, you know, (laughs) things like hypnotherapy and the modalities that you're using, that is the the practical part of the theory, because the theory, to me, it is wonderful. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love quantum physics. But the practical side of it is, I think, the hardest part for people to get. And we already got them covered, don't we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So our time is winding down. So we have just a few more minutes. So I just wanted to touch on something else real quick. You mentioned yes. I mentioned in your bio the women's circle, um, your facilitator and trainer. So I love Mm -hmm. the whole women's circle thing. So can you give us just like a little bit of blurb about the women's circle and, you know, if you have one coming up or anything like that or Mm -hmm. how people can find you, you know. So give us a little bit about that and where they can come and find all this goody stuff about you.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Women's circles. I love women's circles so much. I think that, um, you know, a lot of us have grown up in unofficial women's circles. And so I began to realize I like bringing women together, but I needed a way to bring us together where we can do some healing work, where it's supportive. And, um, You know, it's like there's a theme. I I even call my women's circles, the ones that I do on a regular basis, a retreat. And I'm I'm a trainer for Sistership Circle, which is all about training women how